0: You're listening to the Astro Backyard Podcast. Capture the night sky.
1: Hello everyone, welcome to the Astro Backyard Podcast. Uh, Today we have a fantastic interview with uh, uh, an industry heavyweight, uh, Scott Roberts, and also Greg Bragg, for those of you who don't know who they are. Scott Roberts is the founder and president of explore scientific and greg bragg is the director of specialty sales um, so he's like my contact as me be, for being a dealer and all the other dealers would deal with him so trevor and i had an opportunity to talk with them and we, <laughs> it was a long long discussion wasn't it trevor like we it went sh- on for almost an hour it sure uh, was it
0: was very interesting
1: great great story on how Explore Scientific started and the mindset of the company now and why they do the things they do. But what we decided to do, because it was such a long uh, podcast, is we're going to split it up into a couple of, of parts. And the first part is Scott talking about the company, how it all started, and just how he views business and, and the industry. And then the second part is we hear from more from Greg and, and Scott about the products themselves and th- this was really neat trevor this way you you were asking about too was cleaning optics
0: yeah i get a lot of questions about that on how to uh, properly clean your optics so uh, i asked scott um how he would recommend cleaning his products and he gave a really long and detailed excellent answer um for all you guys wondering um so and this is straight from the source so uh yeah, you might want to take notes on that one. It was uh, excellent information.
1: Yeah, it's a super secret formula. <laughs> That's
0: right, Scott's secret formula.
1: Yeah, I'm gonna, we're gonna have to start bottling it and and uh, selling it off off yep. one of our, our both of our sites. A little um, side business there. A l- Little side business to the side business. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's the side side hustle, um, yep. and uh, uh, some some people out there might understand that reference, um, but. Uh, yeah, so hope you enjoy uh, this podcast and, and the second part to it. It really kind of blew my mind just how uh, welcoming Scott and Greg were to the idea of, of sitting down with us to do this podcast. Uh, They're very excited because they love talking with customers and, and dealing with them directly. So please enjoy. Clear skies, everyone.
0: Yep, Enjoy.
1: Thanks, Trevor. Um, you know, we have two heavyweights in the in the telescope industry uh joining us today and uh um you know they're uh i'm big fans of them they're big supporters of uh my business which i greatly appreciate um i'd like to introduce to everybody scott roberts and greg bragg of explore scientific uh gentlemen thank you very much for taking the time and joining us today uh for our our special podcast
2: thank you thank you steve um
1: you know it people know the name scott roberts and i'm sure a lot of people have met greg as well at several star parties across north america uh here in canada we're very fortunate we've had greg up a few times scott you've been up to Starfest as well from what i understand um i was actually uh talking with um i was at his house actually this past weekend uh greg cunningham i don't know if you remember him Mm -hmm. Uh, and uh, he had the infamous uh mead max mount
3: Oh, I remember meeting him, too. (laughs) Yeah. Um,
1: So he told me uh, he told me the the full story on that and um, how he he met you and uh, at StarFest. And uh, uh, I think that was just before you you um, left Mead and started Explore Scientific. And and that whole story of how you started Explore Scientific is, um, I'm sure, going to be legendary one day if it isn't already. (laughs) <laughs> um, and, every, <laughs> yeah, <for> sure, yeah. <laughs> and you told it to me a couple times, but, um, I was hoping maybe you can, you can tell our audience, uh, bit about Explore Scientific and, and how you started it and how it became the company that it is today and what, what it is that you guys do that, that separates you from, from the other guys.
2: Hmm. Well, uh, you know, I started explore scientific as kind of, uh, a way to keep a promise to myself that I would start my own business before I turned 50 years old, you know. So in uh, 2007, you know, I realized that, um, uh, you know, that uh, in order to start a business that you needed actually quite a bit of energy. I should have started my own business when I was in my 30s, okay. Uh, it would have been, uh, you know, I, I had that kind of energy where I could work uh, day and night, no sleep, you know, that kind of thing. I can't quite do that anymore, but uh, I still um, I can still burn the midnight oil when I need to. Um, the uh, meat instruments during this time in 2007, and actually a little bit earlier than that, was um, having some. Uh, Serious troubles. Uh, part of it was market influenced. Part part of it was uh, uh, management influenced. I I believed also because Meat Instruments was a publicly traded company. The focus really became something where it was um, you know quarter by quarterly earnings. You know was really the focus of the company. Uh, you know and we have a you know our business the astronomy or telescope business um is a lifestyle business it's it should be focused on on the lifestyle of the people that uh that own the brand you know um and that's something you know it's part of my belief that that our customers our clients are the owners of our brand and and that, that we are just uh, basically janitors of the brand. You know, it's our duty to, um, you know, support the brand for our customers uh, uh, in any way that we can, whatever that means. You know, so, um, uh, you know, that uh, that was kind of the mantra of, uh, of the business. It's our mantra here, Um how did I start the business? Uh, I had, uh, you know, i had worked in Southeast Asia for, uh, quite a while. And I had put out, um, uh, a proposal, uh, to, uh, various individuals. And, uh, the first individual who actually I, I gave this proposal to, uh, responded immediately. And, um, Uh, So you know, we struck up a we struck up a partnership, and in 2008, actually at the August 2008 uh, Astronomical League convention, I announced uh, Explore Scientific. At that time, I was working out in my garage in in Orange County, California, and uh, that first year we did thirty five thousand dollars in (laughs) sales. Last year, we did about $20 million in sales. Wow, that's so fantastic. It was a <laughs> steep climb. I don't take very much credit for any of it because, um, uh, you know, the, uh, I, I, I thought quite a while about, you know, what what it is that uh, people would be doing from our company's products. And so I started searching for names, you know, or, or word conjunctions, you know. And um, and I came across Explore Scientific, and explorescientific.com was available. And so I bought it, and, uh, and that became the brand name of the company. So I liked it because the brand is what the products do, you know, or what the people do, the, the customers do with our products.
1: Yeah, uh, I know even by, by picking a name, uh, for a company that was something that i struggled with for a long time myself um, mm-hmm. and uh I'll, I'll never forget the day that finally came came to me i was doing something really mundane and um almost kind of banging my head against the wall and then it, it popped in ontario telescope and accessories and then the acronym ota um, oh, that's <laughs> came out of it and, and i thought that Hey, that, that, that works, and I immediately looked yeah. it up to make sure I can buy Ontario Telescope and dot uh, com, and I could, and then I bought any other related uh, domain to go with it. Um, so that that's interesting to say about the name and, and wanting yeah. to create that identity as well. And and you know, I, I, I hear you saying about um, customers being the owner of the brand and then being the stewards of.
2: They are. The I mean, product, the customer right? does on the brand and uh, they, they are, they're the ones that hire you. They're the ones that fire you. Um, they are the ones that, um, you know, uh, they, they bring the the life to a brand, you know? So, uh, you know, if, if you are in business and you don't get that, okay, you don't understand that the customer's boss, you don't understand that the customer owns the brand, um, uh you know that they're the ones that have you know they they are the ones that build the goodwill currency they are the ones that do everything okay mm-hmm. if you don't understand that um i i believe in the long run that that hurts a business
1: right well one thing that um that you you mentioned as well is is a lifestyle and yeah you know, the uh star parties are definitely part of that lifestyle i know not a lot of people go to them there's a lot of people that that travel across the continent and sometimes the world you um, well, look at eclipse chasers that they'll they'll go around the world to, to see an eclipse um, yeah. uh, but with a star party you know it, the the few that I've been to seeing the same people and are the same uh, daytime activities with the talks and people get excited about different subjects and then when when the the stars are out and everyone's got their scope out um, the the uh, uh, the sense of community is a, is there, I find, and you get a lot of people saying, hey, take a look what I'm looking at, or you can walk around, like, um, you know, I, I think a StarFest. I went there a couple of years ago without a scope, and mm-hmm. I, I looked through everybody else's because there's enough there that you could, and uh, it definitely is a lifestyle. Um, you know, it, there's been a lot of new products that you've released in the past year, um, new scopes. Uh, new mounts, uh, mm-hmm. new product lines, um, something for everybody from beginner up to the, the advanced uh, imager um, in, enthusiast. So from everything from the first light to the FCD100, the new FPL53 line of scopes and you have a Monster 165 millimeter F7 which is a, <laughs> a gorgeous scope and yeah. and a new line of mounts with the PMC8 uh, control. Can you can you go over those and let people know
2: what, sure. what they are?
3: Sure. Uh, this is Greg. Uh, my responsibility to the company is taking care of all the specialty dealers. And uh, Steve is one of my accounts, along with about 60 others around the country and the world. Actually, I'm also responsible for a few accounts in Japan and a few accounts in Australia and a few accounts in South America. But the vast majority is in North America.
1: And, and I'm probably your biggest uh, headache some days, aren't I? Uh,
3: well, yeah, okay. you are, but that's good.
2: Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's, Love you, though, man, yeah, I tell you. You know what? I, I would tell – what I will say is, is that it is a privilege and an honor to serve any dealer that's, that's in this volatile business because mm-hmm. it a, is a volatile it's a, business.
3: It's a huge challenge. Yeah. Yes. And and you do the same thing we do, Steve, is you, you try your best to do everything you can for the customer and and sometimes you know you go above and beyond the call of duty because you wanted you want to do the right thing and we try to do the same thing so i think you know even though uh, you say you are my biggest headache uh, the 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 uh concept behind what we do is is very important and if you mess things up you got to fix them so that's right uh, i know you know we we try our best to to do that for everybody we serve, not only our dealers but our consumers right. and 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 uh, anybody in the hobby, even if they don't, uh, you know, have our products, we still want them to be involved in the hobby and enjoy it because it's a lifestyle.
1: Absolutely. Um, yeah.
3: So, so, can I talk a, uh, just a minute or two about what we do with star parties and it's and and, and I want to do that because it's unique. Is that absolutely. okay? Absolutely.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I love what you guys do.
3: So, so Scott and I two years ago. Um, decided that we would travel together and uh, go around the country pulling a a vehicle that uh, Scott bought sometime in mid-2015. He bought a 1968 uh, Airstream 28-foot-long trailer. Uh, It was uh, really rough. It had not been much done to it since he got it, but he spent— A lot of time uh, gutting it and we used it for a year with basically a a airstream shell uh for the last year it's been in for refurbishing and we've really missed it uh and we hope we get that back for 2018 uh shortly i mean within the next you know couple of months but um, we travel to uh, by vehicle uh, bringing all of our product uh, either in the airstream in 2016 or in a box trailer in 2017 to seven or eight star parties a year and we really find that to be an incredibly powerful a way to get in uh, in front of our you know serious customers and they really appreciate that. And, we and,
1: and Greg, sorry, this is the same airstream that you have on display at Neef.
3: That's correct. Okay. That's okay. correct. Yeah, we brought it to Neef and it still wasn't finished this year, but we brought it anyway. <laughs> um but that, that trailer will be with us next year, and we will actually stay on the Star Party property uh, 24-7. The entire, you know, um, vast majority of every hour of every day, the Star Party uh, that we attend is held. And that and that will make us even more accessible because without the trailer, we've been having to stay at hotels, and we can't stay all night. We You know, we do stay late, believe me, but— uh, our our objective is to get our product in front of any user that's interested in holding it, touching it, looking at it, feeling it, weighing it, you know, the whole works. And we, we believe that's a very important part of our business. And oddly, we try our best to talk the other manufacturers in doing this with us, and they don't see the value that we see. And I think that separates us a lot from from what our com- uh, competitors are doing in the marketplace. They'd rather spend their money. On ads or something like that to give the communication they they want to their consumers but we kind of believe we fully believe not kind of we fully believe we should be in front of them as often as we can in as many places as we can and so for the last couple of years we've done I don't know 16 star parties and we we're starting to work on our 2018 calendar right now we we're sure we'll do seven or eight again next year so Uh, That's a big a big part of our business. We also uh, approach all that with social media. We do a lot of videos, some serious, some quite ridiculously uh, silly, but but we have a good time. And what we try to do with the social media and our travels is to show people how fun uh, this hobby is and and how uh, community oriented it is and and how we uh, try our best to be involved in it as much as they are. And, and as equally as they are. So um, that's pretty much what I wanted to say about the star parties. It's very important to us, and we and we do something very few other companies do. So I like that part about it.
1: Yeah, I remember you telling me about your travels with star parties. You, um, you, you've crisscrossed all across the U.S. with, with your trailer. Yeah, we did 30,000 miles in
3: 2016, and I think we probably done 35,000 this year so
1: yep. it's wow. a lot <laughs> yeah <laughs> I have bet it, you get to see some pretty amazing things along the way
3: you sure do yep sure do and and we've you know we've probably been in front of you know thousands of people in the last couple of years maybe 10,000 people in the last couple of years that the other companies can't even get close to you know I mean at Neve you probably see a, a thousand or two people. Uh, and then that's pretty much what the other companies do is they do NEF and maybe a dealer event here and there, but that's about it. So, so it's powerful for us and we would like to encourage them to come because we think it would help the star party draw more people as well. Uh, sometimes the star parties agree, sometimes they don't agree, but, uh, most of the guys just have decided they, they don't, they don't either have the energy or the manpower or, you know, the
2: desire even to do that kind of stuff. Oh. So but it does take quite a bit of energy. Does take I, a lot of energy. Oh, definitely. Uh, you, yeah. uh, at the end of these uh, trips, uh, Greg and I really—it's <laughs> uh, <laughs> quite a uh, recovery period, you know. Yeah. Um, the,
3: the end of September, we did Okie Tex, and the end of uh, this month, or just last week, we did uh, Pete's Day Stargaze in Georgia. So that in itself is about 15 hours apart. And, uh, you know, we, we, uh, I, I live in Atlanta. The office is in Springdale, Arkansas. So I fly to Springdale, we load up a trailer and we drive, you know, two days and do an event and then drive back home to Arkansas. And then I fly back to Atlanta this time, Scott, this month for Pete state, Scott drove to Atlanta. Uh, we stayed overnight at my house and then spent seven days at uh, the Pete state stargaze and then drove back from the Pete state all the way to Arkansas. So I'm now in the office until tomorrow. Wow. So it's a lot of traveling, but it's it's amazing what it accomplishes for us, and uh, and so many people talk about it, and so many people are you know really appreciative of the fact that we're there and they get to touch and hold our products and you know see it in real life instead of on a magazine page or on an email, on an internet site. So they like it a lot. Uh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So I can tell you all about our new products if you want. We yeah. have. Uh, yes, please. Okay, so we announced uh, some uh, new scopes late last year called the uh, FCD100 scopes, and we have 80-millimeter, 102-millimeter, and 127-millimeter in aluminum tube and a 102 and a 127 in carbon fiber tube in that series of telescopes. Those were uh, started uh, delivering to the dealers uh, in uh, late December last year, and now we have all the inventory in stock right now. So we're shipping uh, all sizes in uh, you know, aluminum tube and carbon fiber tubes right now. Uh, and they've proved to be very, very successful. And the primary reason is because of the optical quality. It's a new glass that uh, Hoya, the manufacturer of, of, of most of the glass that we use uh, in our eyepieces and in our telescopes, uh, has come out with a new formula, and it's, it's really a high-resolution um, formula that improves the astrophotography aspect of, of telescopes. So it's, it's, it's got a real high ABE rating. It's got real high uh, you know, con- uh, expansion and contraction uh, 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 numbers, and, and all the charts you look at, there. it's really, really strong optical glass. Uh, we, we like to say it it's the next step in improving your astrophotography, and uh, and it's proved to be that way. We're getting lots and lots of people uh, with uh, amazing objects, you know, sending us their files and stuff to let us look at what those scopes are doing. Um, so it's a little more expensive than our current ED glass, uh, which is uh, included in most of our other telescopes. Um but it, it, and 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 that's called FCD one uh, by Hoya. but those are those are still excellent optical systems. the f c d one hundred is just a little step a bit uh, ahead uh, in terms of clarity and contrast and pinpoint sharp stars and stuff like that. Um, just uh, two weeks ago, we announced to the dealers a new series of uh, optics that comes from a different manufacturer. It's uh, O'Hara. It's another Japanese glass manufacturer, just like Hoya. But they've had a tried-and-true formula for a long time for real high-end telescopes, and it's called FPL-53. It's it's just a slight edge over the FCD-100. If you look at the Abe numbers, they're almost identical. They're two one-hundredths of a difference in terms of test results. Uh, But if you look at all the specs, they have an edge in some of the other aspects of of what goes into making high-quality glass. So they're just a slightly better glass than the FCD 100, but again, it's the it's some of the you know cream of the crop glass. It's quite expensive, but we have new three new sizes, three new focal lengths, three new f ratios in those scopes. We have a 115, a 1 a 115 5.5, a 140 f 6.7, and a 165, which is a six and a half inch uh, uh, f seven. Optical design on those. And uh, they're getting real, real good results. We uh, <clears throat> were at Pete State with the 165 last week, and we loaned it to one of the guys that is in um, a, a local astronomy club in Atlanta that we know pretty well that's been using our stuff and has been an advocate of our product for a long time. So we loaned him one for one night, and he put it on a Skywatcher EQ6. It handled it beautifully, and he shot uh, 55 five minute subs of uh, M33 and the image is spectacular. Wow. The stars are pinpoint. Uh, It's a lot of data. The image looks like what you'd see on the cover of, you know, astronomy (laughs) magazine or something. It's really, really beautiful. That's amazing. um, uh, That's our new optical systems. We also introduced uh, new eyepieces early last year. I'm sorry, early this year. Uh, 62 degree Field of view, waterproof, eyepieces uh, that are parfocal. So our 5.5 <coughs> five, five all the way to our forty millimeter. Uh, if you focus on an object and you change to whatever focal length in that series, they're going to be, uh, you know, almost dead on focus. You might have to make a tiny little tweak, but but uh, they're they're really close to being, you know, perfectly focused from focal length to focal length. And those are very affordable. They start at ninety nine bucks and go up to about two hundred bucks and uh and and are uh, being very well received as well
1: sure and, and and all your products, this is what I love about you guys um, well the eyepieces and telescopes you offer a lifetime warranty
3: yeah it's uh it's a it's uh, a uh, unique it's it's a forever it's, warranty. Yeah. It's unlimited, no fault uh transferable lifetime, which means if you buy one and you keep it five years and you decide you want something else. Uh, you can sell it to a friend uh, and and then transfer that warranty to the friend, or you can sell it to somebody you don't know and transfer the warranty that to that person as well. Yeah. And that warranty carries on to the next owner.
1: Because I I tell customers about this and they don't believe me. And I said no, it it, it really does work that way. It's true. Um, and, and and I think it it adds a lot of value uh, to the product. Um, puts a lot of uh. What, what's what's the word um,
0: faith. faith There's faith in the, yes yeah. that's it yes thanks just that just that you guys will stand behind your products to that level uh, puts uh, puts your mind at ease when you're spending those large amounts of money on, on, a, on a big scope makes yep. you feel a lot better so
1: true yeah and, and yeah, then but... if you decide to sell it the your resale value is is there as well because someone's but, buying it with peace of mind knowing that they're covered for as long as they have the scope.
3: Yeah, and the only requirement is that within sixty days of the purchase you register it, and yeah. that warranties it, and and you you go on record with us as the owner, and then when you sell it, you got to do the same thing within sixty days for the new owner. But it's really simple. It takes, I mean, it takes a minute and a half to do that online. We have a page dedicated to that, so it makes it real simple. Yeah, and and, and then you're you're all set. Um, we we uh, warranty it for uh, for life. You know, no fault for repair or replacement and uh, all the customer has to do is get it to us we repair replace it and then they the customer pays the freight back so that's the only cost is the the cost to get it to us and get it back uh, once the warranty is is uh, set for life so uh, it's very inexpensive we clean optics for free we collimate optics for free we uh you know we uh collimate uh focus uh, we do all kinds of stuff uh, under that warranty, and all the customer has to do is pay the freight to us and pay the freight back, and we do whatever they need to be whatever needs to be done to get it back in, in work, good working condition if it if it is you know acting a little weird. So,
0: in the next episode, Scott Roberts shares his secret formula for cleaning optics.